Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Hey, Todd. Dr. Wignall, how are you? Doing good. Yeah. Good. Today, I would like to talk about... Actually, let me interrupt you. Mm. I just realized that a lot of like ways podcast starts are, are more habitual than they are <laughs> arrived at <laughs> with some thought. I think we start off that way a lot. For sure. And it's more out of like, it, it's, it's not planned. Do. It's just not planned, but it is kind of what we say over and over. I have mixed feelings about that. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's like lame and boring and we should try to be more creative. <laughs> but may, maybe also it's sort of like, it's the little, it's, this is just how the, how our podcast starts. And it's, it's like, it's the same, but it's people get used to it. And it's sort of like, yeah, like. That's what they say when they first yeah. come. Yeah. Nick always says pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be a mistake for any listener to feel like we arrived at that with any thought at all. That's my rationalization because I don't want to change anything and I'm lazy. It's probably like most human behaviors, People right? like it. It's endearing. We just do it we rather than think it. about it. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> what are we talking about today, Dr. Wigno? So reader question, listener question from someone who is a, um, the context for this question is um, business. And this person asked, how can I continue building confidence while staying humble? And so they are in a position where they are kind of advancing in their company relatively quickly and they're starting to feel more confident and they want to continue feeling confident, but they're also concerned about becoming arrogant. They have, um, this person has other kind of like higher ups and has seen other people in the company who get really confident, but then also get kind of cocky and arrogant. And that's really, I mean, unhelpful for, for the business and for them and their relationships. And so this person asked, like, what are some ways to think about continuing to build confidence while not, while staying humble and not getting arrogant, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. This, this question comes up a lot in some ways, right? Um, and it, I guess my first observation is this is usually asked by people who don't have to worry about being humble. Usually, <laughs> usually people who are worried about being humble enough don't have this problem of being too cocky or confident. Yeah. Usually. I mean, the, I mean, I, I definitely want to explore some possibilities for this person, but usually the people who are worried about appearing too cocky or overconfident, um, really, you know, they're almost worried about the pendulum swinging so far to the opposite end of their life. Um, or, or what's representative of their life that, that it's an odd question. So first I would kind of, um, uh, pose that thought that, Hmm, the fact that you're, you're, um, concerned about staying humble is probably a really good sign. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it, it would make sense that you're concerned about it because you've seen the detrimental effects that can happen. Right. And maybe, maybe cause you have a super arrogant, cocky, father in your past or something mm-hmm. and that was kind of you saw the how detrimental that was or you've seen these like other supervisors or managers or, or executives in your organization and you've seen how destructive that can be and or so you picked up on how uncomfortable that makes people feel yeah, or, or you, you picked up on how you know. it makes yeah and you're like i don't want to be like that yeah. you know and but so what, you're, what you're saying is just the fact that you're self-aware about this and concerned enough about it to like ask in on a podcast like how, that's a good sign yeah right that you yeah. are probably at fairly low risk for falling into this yeah trap. yeah and I, it brings up a a more generic point that I see a lot, which is I I think there's this idea of the slippery slope 
right? Which is like a metaphor we use for a lot of things, which is like, which happened if you're, yeah. you know, if, if you've had 20 years of like heroin addiction and like you've been sober for a month mm. and mm-hmm. like you say, well, you know, just one hit. There's a like, danger to being too yeah, confident. Yeah. Like in certain situations, it really is a slippery yeah. slope. And if yeah. you take one step this direction, there's a good chance you fall all the way down to the bottom, right? Yeah. But I think it's a major mistake to assume that that metaphor applies across the board. There are plenty of slopes that are not slippery at all. <laughs> but this does seem culturally um, to be something, you know, confidence sometimes is seen as almost a negative attribute sometimes. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, don't get a big head. You know, we right. have all these expressions right. around don't, um, you know, don't go thinking you're too great here, you know? Um, and, and that, that's interesting because we do, all of us want to feel confident. Mm-hmm. We all do. Um, but sometimes we do have this slippery slope like, oh man, if I start feeling confident for one second, next thing I know, I'm going to be up on a house screaming, I am the golden God <laughs> jumping into swimming pools, you know, that's just not the way it works usually. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, two points there. It's, it's easy to conflate confidence with arrogance, right? You know? And I think part of what that goes back to is a lot of times it's, it's actually hard to tell what confidence looks like because I think truly confident people don't necessarily have a lot of external manifestations of that confidence, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like we always have very good or obvious examples of what genuine confidence looks yeah. like because by definition, I think it kind of, it tends to be kind of a internal thing. Like, we even have this phrase, which is like a quiet confidence. Someone has like a yeah. quiet confidence about them. But but confidence is sometimes conflated with arrogance. Yes. But I, what what comes to mind is like a a professional boxer or um, <laughs> or an athlete. Sometimes their their confidence is and is expressed in these statements of arrogance. You yeah. Know, where it's like, huh, you know, nobody wants to sound like that kind of walking down the street. So. But often those are our best or most visible models of, of traits that we do admire, like being able to like speak your mind yeah. or being able to just like do something regardless of what other people think. But just because that is related to arrogance mm-hmm. doesn't mean like, just because it correlates with arrogance doesn't mean it's causally like related. Like because you start speaking your mind, you're going to end up being this like cocky, arrogant you know. Well, that's a, that's a good point, uh, Nick, and 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 maybe a, a really kind of good point to to underline or highlight here for the person who posed this question. Uh, confidence tends to be more of an internal kind of feeling or state, where arrogance is more of an external expression um, of some kind of overconfidence or something, or some kind of mm-hmm. exaggeration of um, something. So, arrogance is much more expressed, and and confidence is more felt. Yeah. Yeah, Does that right. sound right? Like, yeah, I, think I feel so. confident um, when, I, when I tell everybody how amazing I am. I'm just arrogant, you know? And, and that would be an indicator that either you're the opposite of confident, you're deeply insecure, and you need this kind of arrogance as a way to make yourself feel better, or you just lack a lot of self-awareness, and you don't realize the negative effects that this kind of arrogance has. Um, but let's, okay, so let's, let's suppose the person asking this question Let's suppose they're not that that kind of well. You're just you're just being a little bit overly anxious about falling into arrogance, mm-hmm. and really, you're not the kind of person who really is at risk for that. Right. Instead, let's assume it's somebody who has really struggled with being overly confident or arrogant. Has kind of they've run into some trouble in their life for that, and they realized they're I've really gotten trying some, to work on it. I've gotten some feedback that I can be yeah. a little overconfident or over. Yeah, yeah. So, what would you say to that person who wants to continue to be? They want to work on being confident uh, because they're maybe they're taking on some new leadership role, and it is important to kind of 
not only be confident, but in a healthy way, project a kind of confidence, right? Every leader probably in some ways needs to project some form of confidence, but they know they have this vulnerability mm -hmm. to getting kind of arrogant and they want to work on also staying humble. So like, what do you do? What do you do for that person? Like, I don't know. What, how would you think through that? Or what would you recommend for, for that person? You know, I, I think I would, um, there's a few ways I might do this techniques to do that, but, but, and, and one that comes to mind is, is um, oftentimes in these situations, I'll have someone imagine a, a celebrity or a historical figure that has kind of embodied the type of confidence that they kind of want to have, right? And then um, put them imaginally in situations where that would be on display and to kind of say, what, what would, you know, who's someone who's confident but not... Um, you know, if someone said, you know, I want to, I want to be Abraham Lincoln in this situation where I'm confident that, that, you know, my, my, uh, governance here is the right thing to do. Right. Right. Um, and, and to kind of look at well, like, what, how would, how would he have acted in this certain situation? How would he have expressed that confidence? How would he have done this? And, and usually, you know, if, if Abraham Lincoln was sitting in front of your boss and, and the boss said, man, I'd, I'd really like to get this project done. I'm not sure if we can do it. Can you do this? What would, what would Lincoln do there? And he might say, yes, I'm sure I can meet your needs and I'm sure mm -hmm. I can do this, meet that task, right? And it's a way to kind of help them reverse engineer yeah. a behavior that they could kind of easily see in somebody else. I love um, it. That if that is, makes any sense. That is such a good example. I, I've never thought about that before, but creating a model for yourself. Yeah. Especially in a world where this is a hard thing to actually find modeled, right? Yeah. Like, confident but humble right. leaders. <laughs> right. God knows that's like a little bit of a rarity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great one. I, so one I have is thinking about w what I call intentional vulnerability, which is deliberately and proactively being vulnerable, which is, uh, you could take that a lot of ways, but it could be think things as simple as like admitting mistakes, mm -hmm. right? You, you made a mistake and so you just admit it instead of trying to cover it up or slough it on on someone else, right? Yeah, avoid or, behaviors that might make you look um, arrogant or defensive or something like that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or even just pay attention to times when you don't hit your goals or you make mm -hmm. a mistake or you, or you do something wrong, you do something insensitive, whatever it is, and then deliberately bring attention to it in a, in a way that's appropriate. You know, if it's in a meeting, and you're arguing a point and someone else argues back and, mm. and maybe you go like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to have to rethink that. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for mm -hmm. like bringing that up. Yeah. You know, behaviors that might, um, yeah, that, that would kind of keep you mindful of your imperfection or. Mm -hmm. Cause I think there's such a strong yeah. natural impulse to avoid or be deliberately unaware of our shortcomings. Um, mm -hmm that if, if you can really make it a point to try and counteract those, even in small, even in relatively small ways, it doesn't have to be like these big dramatic things, confessionals, you know, but even in just very small way, like acknowledging a good point with someone you disagree with. Yeah. Even if you disagree with 90% of their argument, find the 10% that you, that makes sense, even if you disagree with it and go ahead and point that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, uh, a way to stay kind of humble and, and balanced and avoid falling into that, that um, yeah, sort of arrogance trap. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think um, you know you can express confidence though. I think I think the expression of confidence just looks different than the expre expression of arrogance. Mm. 
Um, one probably has a lot more adjectives than the other. I'm thinking <laughs> that if you find yourself talking about your uh, skills or your intellect or whatever in a lot of kind of hyperbolic adjectives mm-hmm. and things like that, then that might be a, a good indication to kind of wean off of that behavior maybe a little yeah. bit and speak more in terms of um, descriptors rather than than uh, mm-hmm. hyperbolic adjectives. Yeah. Yep. Another thing to kind of use the metaphor of reverse engineering, I, I think when you look at people who are really, um, who are in positions of authority and who are pretty arrogant or narcissistic or really full of themselves, a trend you often see is they, they tend to kind of surround themselves with sycophants, like people who just tell them what they want to hear mm. and, you know, just kind of feed, like, feed into their yeah. irrational, excessive view of themselves. So one way to think about staying humble is do the opposite. Surround your, like, or if not surround yourself, be intentional about keeping people close to you who will call you on your bullshit, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. aren't afraid to point out things to you. Be, be great if they did that in a constructive way too. But but yeah, yeah to, 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 to have a few people in your environment who won't sugarcoat everything and who won't uh, be deceptive about reality to you is a, is a really good way of keeping yourself yeah. somewhat ground. And earth, I think it, yeah. it, it can be a friend, it could be a sibling, right? But, but Coworker, honestly, whatever. It, it could be like, you could literally, if, it, if this is important enough, you could basically pay someone to do that. You could hire a coach who's like yeah. basically your kind of accountability coach who's yeah. going to point out stuff that's kind of uncomfortable for you to see or a therapist or whatever. Like there are... Or, or, or just people in the area that you're you're working, you know, you're a, co- a coworker, a supervisor, ask for constructive criticism. You know, mm-hmm. hey, what could I have done better there? And how do I... How do I get better at that? And what, what trainings are available to help me there? Whatever it is. But yeah. I think if you're open and, and asking for that, um, you're probably not going to come off as arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else on this one? No, I think that's that's it. But, I mean, you know, the other thing maybe I would add is, is man, there's nothing wrong with confidence. Yeah. And, and, and people who are bothered by confident people, well, they've got some questions to answer oh. about why that is, you know. <laughs> and, and so... Um, it's okay to feel confident. I, I think it's a good thing. This person's asking, "Hey, I want to. I do want to kind of move into this more confident area of my life. I just I'm concerned about going too far, and that's your concern about going too far is probably going to keep you from going too far. Um, but there, but I think we've listed a few things that might actually be specific and help. Yeah. yeah. The one one more thing that comes to mind is when I think through some of the people I know who, or have just encountered who seem genuinely confident, but also don't seem super arrogant or or one of the like trends that I kind of notice is they're often, they're kind of like nerds in the sense that they really enjoy learning new things. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if there's something about when, when you genuinely try to learn something new, you, it forces you into humility because oh, you don't yeah. know anything, yeah. right? And so you're going to feel like an idiot, yeah, because <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're willing to suck at stuff, yeah, um, to, to in order to get better at something, oh man, that keeps you humble, you know. I I think so. So like, y- even if it's something you don't do naturally, but maybe it's something you try to cultivate more, is deliberately making time to be like a real beginner, to be a something. novice, yeah. yeah, to be a novice, to fail, yep, yeah. And to, and to be good at failing until you don't fail, yeah. but then to move on to something where you're failing again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you should always be sucking at something. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. 
And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.